What up, everyone? You are listening to the freshest show in the universe. We don't dumb shit down. We don't apologize over here. No participation trophies will ever be handed out on this show. And speaking of trophies, like my kids used to stay all the time on my IG stories, eat your trophies. I'm actually thinking about doing a BTB award show in the near future. And speaking of awards, you are tuned into a brand new episode of the award-winning, chart-topping, world-famous, behind-the-baller podcast. I am your host, Benjamin B. Yang, also known as the Korean John Cusack. And now newly known as the Korean Harry Bosch. Who is Harry Bosch? You fuck. I cannot wait for the seventh and final season of my favorite TV show, Bosch. It's on Amazon. It's supposed to drop this year. I don't know when that is, but I am hyped. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a very glorious day indeed. Scam artist, scumbag, punk bitch, shit sucker, Jay Mazzini is behind bars. Yes, he is in jail, all right? Exactly where he should be. And I've heard tough guys, I've heard some pussies say, I don't wish jail on my worst enemies. I don't give a fuck how much you hate jail or what type of backward ass energy you think saying something positive about your energies will bring to your karma. But fuck Jay Mazzini and everyone who looks like that fucking rat, all right? He's not only in jail in New Jersey, currently looking at three years for assault and several, actually many other charges, okay? He's now been picked up by the FBI. So he's already in jail doing some shit. Someone's like, oh, he made bail. Shut the fuck up. No, he didn't, all right? He's in now federal trouble looking at 30 years Fed time. You know what happens when you do 30 years? He's looking at more than that. When it comes to federal time, you got to do 85% of your sentence, okay? So he's got all kinds of frauds. I actually might have lawyers for workers jump on and we'll talk a little bit more about it in depth. You know what I'm saying? There's some shit that's going on, but look at, he has so many counts against him that his dumb remedial English ass can't even count all the charges, okay? Jay Mazzini, You stupid, dumb, cocksucker, son of a bitch, piece of shit. You got a baby on the way. Like, what what the fuck was going through your brain? Like, to be truthful to your wife, she belongs in jail too for scamming the Muslim community and your peers. That is real trash company that you keep. It is just fucking, I could not tell you. That is just pure basura. Okay, Baller Busters posted a video of his pretrial arraignment and Jay began to cry like the little cunt that he is and his attorney had to tell him to shut the fuck up. All right, Jay, guess what, bro? You're toast. Jay Madoff, you aren't even going to get out of jail until you're well into your 50s, maybe 60s, okay? You've wasted your entire life Just for some clout? Like, you want to live a life of calm? Like, what the fuck is... I I just... I really wonder what the fuck is wrong with you. 
you know, it's really pathetic. Again, guys, I told you, people are out here seeking attention and mistaking it for success. In other news, Joe Budden, um, who has one of the most powerful podcasts out there, announced that he fired his co-hosts, or he tried to cover it up and say that they were on vacation or some shit, but now it seems like they, they aren't coming back. And you know what? Who knows? I don't know if Joe, Joe seems like type to hold grudges or anything, but this is a big thing. And this is now, he's put himself in such a high position and he's played this chess game and played it so well. Like this ain't exactly how I'm sure he, he envisioned this thing to happen, right? But his co-hosts, Maul and Rory, they're not on the show anymore. Okay, apparently. I guess he drops a show. I don't really know too much about the show. I just know it's the biggest fuck, right? And his fans are mad as fuck. So mad that their names, Rory and Maul, were trending number one yesterday in the fucking country. Okay. A whole lot of them was big mad. They demanded that if they don't come back to the Joe podcast, Joe Budden podcast, they will boycott his show. Now, ain't that a bitch, right? Like, I've always wanted a co host, and I really enjoyed hearing G. Moody on Mike Rapp's show, okay? But there's more than meets the eye, and I respect rap so much that I'm sure there were valid reasons. So I kind of felt like, even if I were to take this show to the next level, which I'm on my way, right? I'm not, I'm just not like I'm not trying to take it to the next level. You know, I've gone up like maybe two or three increments since I started. I feel like right now I'm podcasting the best I ever have. And, you know, there is another level. When I get to the next level from here, from where we are right now, it's serious shit, okay? It's for real showtime. But when I do turn up to that level, now I'm kind of, I think I'd be wary of having a co-host. Just cause, right? Like, I can handle the show solo dolo, right? In fact, I kind of was like, all right, let me do guests, let me do this. And I I had a guest for today, but I didn't decide to put him on because I was like, nah, fuck that, you know? And um, even a... You know, Adam22, his producer, was like, hey, how do you book guests? I'm like, man, it's just like a random thing. People want to get on here and shit. But like, you know, like, it's, I'm not going to cater to them. You know what I mean? Like, you want to come on this show now? Like, the show is popping now. You know, we got real action on here. We got a real listenership, right? So like, is this behind the baller or is it behind the guest, right? Is this going to be a guest-oriented show or is it going to be me, right? So I don't know, man. I just, I just don't need to now, you know? Um, a fan of the show, well, obviously listens to the show. He tweeted at Tim DeLaghetto like this past weekend. He was like on some snitch shit. It was, it was real weirdo, goofy ass shit, right? Just maybe has some new, hey man, you hear Ben's show? You know, he's talking about, just like this weirdo shit. Like, look, dog, I'm not like, this shit is, you know, millions of people heard it. Like, I don't hide behind what I said. Like if I did, I wouldn't say what I say on here, right? But like, Tim's like, nah, what did Ben say? And I hit him. I said, look, check this out, man. You know, um, I never heard your comedy. And, and you know, uh, the times I've had met you, you don't seem that funny to me, bro. Like, I don't get it. So that, you know, what's up? Now, we had a couple, you know, chat. We, nothing like violent, nothing said, whatever, boom. But um, it's crazy because now this weekend, I'm going to do Tim's show. He has, apparently has a podcast, gets a lot of views and whatever. It's a different type of thing, right? He's a, he is a YouTuber. So it's like, you know, that's where his... His thing. And I don't, like I said, Wild and Out was never really a big funny show to me. You know, some other people have different, look, that's just me, right? Call me old, call me a boomer, call me where the fuck you want. 
just don't ever call me late for dinner. All right. Anyways, I'm going to do Tim's show this weekend. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. But if he brings up any of the Asian hate shit, I'm going to walk off the show. You know, no matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my dick in the refrigerator and cold cock somebody. Okay. But all that I said was, I didn't think he was funny, right? Did I say he was a bad person, whatever? And again, you know, he's a comedian, right? Or whatever. So you can take offense to it. Cool. So what can say, oh, you don't like my jewelry. Does that mean you're not going to be on my show? No. Speaking of which, I got dumb fucks who are really confusing things like, hey man, Ben Ball is a fucking scammer. He supports scammers, support Vegas Dave. Look, look, you dumb fucks. Who said I support Vegas Dave? There could be people on here that are Trump supporters, be whatever, and there are. You know what I'm saying? Like, have Republicans that are opposite of me, total super right, far right. Like, look, man, just because I give somebody a platform don't mean to me, oh, why you give, shut the fuck up. This is my show. I do what the fuck I want. You're going to hear the bad, the good, the ugly, the pretty, whatever it is. Okay? So Vegas David just sold a fucking baseball card for $4 million. A Mike Trout. Mike Trout was the car that opened up everything for me. So we decided to talk about it and give his side of the story. Now, when I see what's going on, I'm like, look, this dude's really like, he's on some two plus two equals five shit. So I've said what I said, but people are like, yo, listen to the fucking show before you think I'm supporting somebody. Okay? Now, speaking of not funny, potato chip head Jay Leno, who I kind of, very strong emphasis on the word kind of, kind of fuck with this dude back way, way back in the day when he was, you know, had the Tonight Show, because he's such a huge, like, icon to entertainment, and but really, he's a huge car guy and even just as big as a motorcycle guy. One of the biggest car collectors in the world. One of the first ones to do it. And to the public, he's got this Ellen DeGeneres type vibe, right? Now, he's like a happy-go-lucky dude, okay? But to be real, fuck Jay Leno, Right? He has such a big fucking head. And I mean like physically. I mean it literally mean he has such a big head that he has to get custom pillows made for his bed. Okay. So I guess he made some poor racist jokes about Asians. Totally opposite from the other shit that he did in uh, America's Got Town, whatever. And now he's publicly apologizing about them. And you know what? Go to hell, Jay Leno. All right. <laughs> this week just ain't a good week for guys named Jay. Okay. The few times, and I mean like three or four times that I've actually met him, meaning I was face-to-face in a light conversation with, dude was a total dick, right? And yeah, I know I could be a dick online, right? Sometimes, right? I could talk out of pocket, this, that, whatever. But it's always out of context, okay? In person, you will not see me be an outright asshole. You just won't. That matters. Do you want to know why? Because it's actual life, Okay? He also made a joke about kimchi smelling bad. It must be tough to be with a Korean woman, a Korean girl, due to that, the smell and everything. And you know what I say? I say, fuck you and your sweaty ass, Jay Leno. And I got to salute my lifetime homie, Gabrielle Union, for calling Jay Leno out two years ago for making jokes about dogs and Korean food. On America's Got Talent, such a big fucking show, which I'm sure you already know, middle America, you know, most of America, most of America is white, you know, whatever. 
But, you know, I spoke about this with Gabby, right? With Gabby Union. Me and her have talked about this over text and everything. But again, look, fuck you, Jay, with your butt chin, okay? I actually hope you pull up to a Cars and Coffee again so I can crack your fucking head open, right? I would love you to crack a Korean joke in public so I can crack a 40-ounce over that chandelier-sized dome of yours, okay? Now, let me take a couple breaths. I'm not mad at nobody. I don't give a fuck what you guys think. Be like, why you put that energy out there? Because I got a lot of energy, right? So don't worry about me, all right? But, woosah. <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you guys. Look, I'm good, all right? But with all that, I need to separate this shit and kind of break it up, okay? It's time to lighten up the mood. So I think it's time right now for a 16-bar little breaky break from my man, Lakey Lake. Miles, hit me off a little bit of that lake. E, lake. All right, we'll be right back, y'all. Thank you to everyone who sent their suggestions in about what internet solutions you have for me and my RV. But I think I'm just going to have to go with that cell phone RV booster. It's um, it's like this pull thing, whatever. It, and I've seen them. And, and from what I know from the people I've talked to at the RV parks and at places, look, they do work the best. The only thing is they only work while you're parked. And uh, the price ain't so bad. But they, they really, uh, supposedly they work really really good so that's gonna have to be the only solution you know what if it gives me 5g lte for real like that's gonna be fast enough to stream and do all that shit right i was actually really hyped to hear about starlink right elon musk shit and and we'll get into i'm not tripping on elon like that but if the you know starlink's supposed to be working really good whatever only problem is starlink is not available for rvs yet and it's not even available in my area okay but yo once it is we are taking the yang gang on the road, okay? In fact, we will take BTB on the road. We will have a behind the baller tour with the Dust Brothers and whoever else wants to fucking come, right? I actually can't wait for everything to kind of open back up. I'm excited now, I'm fucking vaccinated and whatever. I can't wait for the whole country to open back up so I can do my live podcasts now that I'm like seasoned, you know what I'm saying? Like I wanna do a live podcast in your city, Okay, in Texas, Atlanta, Florida, motherfucking Virginia, Oregon, Seattle, okay, fucking Detroit, Chicago, all that shit. I can't wait to do a live podcast at the Wiltern Theater in Koreatown. Like that shit will be epic. All right. And Michael Rapport already said he's like, yo, bro, I'll headline it with you. So I just I can't wait for that shit. Now, speaking of the RV, there are no RV trips this weekend. It'll be the first time since I got the RV that we are not leaving. Um, we are preparing for a long eight-day road trip, meaning we are going to be gone for eight days camping, 
random fucking locations. Our longest trip ever in the RV. And uh, it's for spring break. I am fucking so excited for that trip. I cannot tell you. We will uh, possibly believe in the country. I mean, the country, what the fuck am I talking about? Possibly leave in the state of California, but most likely we'll be going all around um, Cali, right? But yeah, look, uh, this weekend I got an F1 racing event and uh, we're going to be watching the race remotely at the event. I don't get to watch a lot of F1. Some people, like most of the people that are really into cars, they watch F1, they get into it. And I get into it. Look, man, I do like watching it, you know, but at the same time, like it's, it's just a different thing. Like, you know, I'd rather be on the track and do it. And to tell you the truth, I'm not a huge fan. I would rather just be, no, you know what? I shouldn't say that. I love being on the track when I could get some track time. That is a definitely an underrated feeling. It's just, it's a whole fucking production. And it's, it's just not easy. And, and I need to make more effort to do that. Anyways, I'm excited to see what cars show up to this F1 event, right? But I'm even more excited for the drive to the event, okay? Um, the next quick strike, I believe, will be in May. I think it's May 1st. Um, is it Platinum Motorsport Quick Strike? Yes, it's May 1st. So let's see what's really good. Um, it's in support of Stop Asian Hate, but you already know how I feel about that already. Sidebar. You know, my main issue with the Asian hate shit is that, you know, the elderly Asians who can't defend themselves, right? Like it, it's, it, right now there's some challenge going on in the Bay Area called Slap Five Asians Challenge. Yo, yo, look, I'm telling you right now, someone go fuck around and slap the wrong one and man, someone gonna end up fucking dead. Like it's just stupid shit, you know? I don't take public transportation, but if you come up to me somewhere in the city, in SF or wherever, in Berkeley or some shit, and you bring a hand out to me, and I feel like you make an emotion, check this out, bro. It is Sig Sour time for you, homie. It's funeral time. I ain't got time for that bullshit. It's fucking just crazy, man. People have just lost their fucking minds. Um, besides the F1 shit this weekend, why I'm not taking RVs? Look, shout out to TaylorMade. They are the premier elite golf club makers. And uh, my boy Mike out there sent me the rest of um, my clubs. So I'm going to hit little nine-hole action. My cousin, Steve, um, get into it. You know what I'm saying? Get a little bit in there. I'm actually thinking about getting some, a little like fucking practice green on my, not for punting this much, but my swing and all that. I would love to get the fucking uh, virtual reality thing. But look, I need to get all that shit popping. I'm excited to have a little golf going on this weekend. Other news. Damn. My condolences to all the victims and their families who died in the Boulder, Colorado grocery store incident. A lot of fucking weird shit. All these crazy ass things happened in Boulder, Colorado, like in Colorado, period. Like, I'm about to bring up other news from the news, but unfucking believable. Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to bring it up. Do you guys know about this one video with this, this, this little white kid who said, I got time today, cuz. I got time today, cuz. Like, hey, cuz, I got time today. Like, Miles, can you play that clip real quick, Miles? Mr. Miles, Miles Davis, can you please play that clip of that little Colorado kid talking about, I got time today, cuz? Because I'm going to keep it G real. I don't fuck with you because you disrespecting me. You disrespect my hood by telling me take off my flag, asking how gangsta I was, nigga. You lucky on that day I was acting cool, cuz? I told you I ain't got time for that, but nigga, today I got time, cuz. All right, look, unfucking believable. Um, He's dead. He died. He got shot outside some tire shop in Aurora. Aurora, Colorado, he got shot multiple times. He is dead. So, I don't know. That's just some stupid shit. Back to the fucking grocery store incident. It's truly a fucking tragedy, right? Like, you get a Syrian guy 
this cocksucker. Right? I hope he gets the death penalty. Okay. I hope they shove ice picks in his balls and they burn his toes in jail. Right. What's crazy is this guy is an immigrant terrorist who did some stupid ass shit. And now the government wants to take away Americans' Second Amendment rights, right? That just backwards as fuck, right? Like this dude is, you know, from a fucking, he's just from a ter- he's definitely from some kind of fucking terrorist organization that had some shit on his Facebook, whatever. Boom, look, look, fuck the NRA. I'm not tripping on that. I don't mean like I hate them, whatever, but like I don't give a fuck about them. I get what's going on with everything. Look, yeah, I love guns, okay? At the same time, guns don't kill people. Stupid motherfuckers with guns kill people, okay? So if you want to take away AR-15s and high-capacity magazines, all right, cool. Take them away. I'm not tripping. Like me personally, I'm not. No, someone else, people are fucking throwing conniption fits over it, right? Like, look, I own an AR-15. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Now, I doubt the government's going to be able to take the regular handguns and pistols away. In this day and age? Nah, man. That ain't happening, bro. Okay. Places like Korea, UK, fucking Japan, China. There's a lot of places. You don't even see guns there. They don't have guns in the country. Okay. Cops don't even have guns there. And obviously there's a huge difference in gun violence in those areas. Okay. So if that were to happen and I knew it was for the greater good, look, it wouldn't be the end of the world for me. Like, fuck it, you know, but it is a nice luxury to know that I could protect my family, right? It's just my argument is the reasoning behind it is crazy when you think about how easy it was for this dude to get a gun without a proper background check and nothing, didn't check. They should need to check people the fuck out. It's not that hard. Fucking do that, right? I know he was Middle Eastern, right? And his skin was very light, but it shouldn't matter. You know, there's an argument with this shit like, all right, well, is he white? Is he not? Look, man, What's fucked up is they try to make it look like white. I don't know, this narrative they're pushing and everything, right? And some people, oh, he is white. No, he's not, man. He's Middle Eastern, okay? Because if the motherfucker cured cancer, they would say a Middle Eastern guy cured cancer. They would say a white guy fucking cured cancer or whatever the fuck it is, okay? But the skin color does fucking matter. Shouldn't, but the sad fact of reality is the last eight people, the last high-profile eight people, black people, that were caught up by police, okay? These last eight high-profile cases with regards to black people have all died being unarmed and killed by police, right? But yet these terrorists, they have been handled ever so gently and it's actually fucking disgusting, all right? Again, man, rest in peace, to everyone involved, it's fucked up. Now, speaking of shots, I did get my second vaccine shot. I think I talked about it. I don't know if I did, whatever. Let me tell you this. I got the Pfizer shot, right? I'm done. After two days, about two days after I got my shot, look, I felt like somebody dropped a sack of potatoes on my soft-ass stomach from like the second floor, right? While I was asleep, Imagine when you sleep, right? Your stomach is the softest when you're sleeping. When you're sleeping, your stomach is just soft. Imagine a motherfucking big gunny sack of motherfucking russet potatoes. Not only that, 
that second shot packed a punch, man, like a motherfucker, right? Like I felt like I ate hog mogs and drank a fifth of wild turkey. Okay, like I felt sick as a motherfucker. My body hurt. It felt crazy. But yo, I'm Gucci now. Okay, I'm actually hyped. How about that? Now, I'm still going to follow all the CDC safety protocol, right? But I got a little bit more confidence now. So, you know, definitely going to be jumping on some airlines, um, some flights. My next flight will be to NYC in a few weeks. Going to hit the Rotten Apple, connect with some folks out there, make some content out there, record some podcasts. Just, you know, soak it all in. Just get back. You know, so listen, New York City, get ready for the kid. All right. I'm sorry for the old boy. It's been a while. All right. My need to connect with my dude, Greg. In fact, I'm sure I'm going to connect with my boy, Greg, a.k.a. Mr. Flawless. Do another jewelry episode. You know, um, see what's up with Maxud. <laughs> Motherfucking tracks NYC. What the fuck is up with his crazy ass? I don't know. Look, man. Um, <sighs> Shit, man. So one of some depressing news. The Lakers are 0-3 and very hard to watch. Okay, this is just like, they're like talking to Fred fucking Vogel. Like, hey, man, what do you think? What the fuck you think's going on? Fuck, right? I keep waking up every single day hoping I'm going to hear some big trade news like for the Lakers. In fact, I hear that. I, I, I'm hoping I'm going to hear some news for the Seahawks too. We ain't had no shit, nothing, right? But anyways, yo, we play the Sixers tonight, so I expect a bloodbath, okay? In other NBA news, look, fuck everyone else except what's going on with us. It's just fucked up. But Draymond Green said he is the greatest defender in NBA history. Okay. Let's be completely transparent and real, okay? Draymond's actually a really good defender. He is. You know, I know he's won Defensive Player of the Year like maybe once or twice. He's, he's been, you know, defensive team, blah, blah, whatever. Look, he's not in any single professional or NCAA basketball coaches top five, let alone not even thinking about them in his top three, okay? He's not in any... NBA players, top five best defensive fucking player. So stop it. All right. I got in this clubhouse chat room with this guy named Dukes who hosts this sports talk and he has a lot of pros in there. Like Quinn Cook was in there, Rod Strickland, OGs, coaches here and there, boom. ESPN Alice guy from TNT, uh, NBA on TNT, whatever, and all this shit. It wasn't any of the main four dudes. It wasn't Ernie, wasn't fucking Kenny and Shaq and all them, whatever. Anyways, my guy Cuffs was in there. Cuffs the legend, right? Who was a basketball trainer. He owns a gym. He works with kids. and knows a lot about basketball. He is not a casual fan. This dude is a 100% true all about ball. Life is ball for real, okay? He's actually really cool with LeBron. Like they're real, they're, they're boys in life and everything. They respect the whole shit. And the room was all about LeBron hate. So I was like, fuck it, let me pop in this motherfucker. They brought me in and made me a moderator. I was like, God damn. Like, you know, I haven't slandered him in so long. Like, you know, it's been a minute, you know, and I know he became famous for the shit, but look, they mentioned LeBron being forever mentioned in any talk when it comes to basketball, right? Especially greatness. But in actuality to these guys, LeBron is truly, they consider him the second best basketball player in history. And that shit, yo, I ain't gonna lie to you, that shit sound kind of right. 
you know, the way they were breaking down some of his stats in like 2011 and a bunch of other things. Like, I got to admit, some of these guys brought up some valid points. But now, Dukes has LeBron as number 12 in the greatest, right? Whatever. So he's in his, like, to put LeBron at number 12, bro, not even in your top 10, that's a little cuckoo, right? And you already know I was the biggest LeBron hater ever publicly. But, you know, now I'm just over it. And, uh, you know, I'm always going to think of Magic or Kobe as greater players. Of course, greater Lakers. You know what I'm saying? That's a fucking given. And, of course, Jordan, you know, is the fucking greatest, right? So this new generation, who they have no reference to any of the real greats. It just bums me out. Like, look, I'm not talking about Oscar Robinson like that. I'm not talking about even Wilt Chamberlain. I remember seeing Wilt Chamberlain play a little bit. Look, I don't. there's not enough fucking, you know, footage out there. You just have to go by other people's words, right? But then, look, like... These are games you could still kind of watch, but they're just, the gap is so fucked up. Anyways, man, makes me sad. Which brings up my last sports bit, okay? I went onto a 49ers fan's Instagram live. Like, there are so many 49ers fan pages, it's fucking corny as fuck, and I trolled the shit out of them, right? Then I got on my live, and they came on, there's, oh, it's that dude, it's the Raiders dude, and they're shooting blanks. Like, these dudes pulled up and brought BB guns to a gang fight. When I'm equipped with AKs and Uzis, like, what the fuck are you doing? There was these kids in, in my life that were under the legal age of consent trying to tell me anything about the game of football. How about this? I didn't even fucking, didn't even think. You haven't even fucking ever played the level that I've played at. You, have, you probably didn't even play high school. Shut the fuck up. There's no wrong. You could be a fan. Cool. Shut up. What's sad about this is our very own Miles Davis, one half of the famous Dust Brothers. He is a diehard Niners fan. But even Miles don't rock with these whack jobs, okay? This one dude's like, motherfucker, I'm from San Jose, this and that, but man, Jimmy G is the greatest ever. That right there, that comment got him kicked off my live. In fact, I almost blocked his ass, but I already kicked him off, and I remember his fucking name. I think his name was fucking BJ, uh, DX fucking uh, 4-2 or some bullshit. I don't fucking know. Anyways, another guy tried to, he's like, yo, he posted a pic of some Filipino dude. This motherfucker don't even look like me at all. And he posted a picture of this dude. Look at you. You wearing a Niners hat. And just like, you got dumb people. Like, really, there are, look at, when Donald Trump said the stupid shit that he said, people actually believe it. It's that same fucking mentality, right? Dude don't look anything. I said, look, bro, do me a favor. If that's me wearing the Niners hat, bro, like, look, I hope my kids die tomorrow. That's how dumb, how far off you did. People And people, you know, they say, I would never, shut the fuck up, bro. When you're 17 trillion percent correct, you say the most outlandish shit, all right? I said, do me a favor, bet me money, okay, that that's me. And this dumb motherfucker did. And it's it just, with the, like, first of all, him... His entire family tree, they don't even have the money to pay me for the fucking bed, all right? This dude, dead, looked like a mix between Chunk from the Goonies and um, the one mongoloid inbred from fucking the movie Deliverance. Like, it went, like, it was just fucking sad, man. Like, really, truly sad. It's crazy how delusional these kids are, all right? Now, to put an end to it, just... Let me just break out the textbook actual definition of what a bandwagon fan is. 
If you really want to break it down in layman's terms, it's the 49ers fans. But, you know, it's not. It's the fans that were, you know, there doing these weird times and just, I don't know what the fuck, the nostalgia. I don't get it. I don't know where the, where the attraction comes from, whatever. But the actual definition of a bandwagon fan is a person who jumps onto a team that just won a championship. Okay, or a person that jumps onto a team that is greater than theirs and is winning. They have a big winning record with usually they have a star player, like a really big franchise player. Okay, let me tell you something just for facts. Okay, I did neither. Okay, my team was seven and nine when I jumped on. Okay, the Raiders organization has been maybe the worst organization in professional sports history. The most crooked, the most fucked up. They've moved their team two times, loyal fucking fans. Just cocksuckers, okay? Al Davis, biggest piece of fucking shit. Can't stand that motherfucker. He's way worse than James Dolan, okay? And you know what? These guys are, this motherfucker's dead. No shit, dumb fuck. That's how long ago I was a fan, all right? Now it's from LA. So you see a lot of LA fans that jumped onto the ramps that no. Okay. My team was seven and nine when I jumped on. Yeah, we could talk about Sean Alexander and Hasselbeck and all that. fuck all that. Okay. Had my Seahawks had a winning record when I was jumping on, I don't think I could have went on that hard. I wouldn't have even been involved like and, and jumped in that hard, even though I landed a contract with the Seahawks to do all their electronic recycling. E-cycling, right? With my nonprofit organization that I owned in Seattle called Friendly Earth, right? Okay, but you don't want to hear facts. You just want to be delusional like Trump followers, okay? The facts are this. The Niners have not won a Super Bowl in 27 years, okay? By default, your chips, they reset after a decade, okay? All right. After almost three decades, the mention of a legacy or dynasty fades away. I'm sorry, Miles. I love you. You know that. Okay. Now, this is the best part. The rumor today is that Shanahan is interested in signing Gardner Minshew. <laughs> now, check this out. If that fucking happens, I am going to laugh my fucking ass off. Okay. Now, look, the NFC is going to be a fucking beastly battle, all right? Got fucking Stafford, K1. I mean, for right now, it seems like Russ is back. I don't fucking know what the fuck's going to happen. But, yo, shit is not a game. It is a game. Shit ain't no joke, all right? I cannot wait until we face off the Niners at Levi's this year. I'm going to see if they're laying back in the stadium. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if they got facial recognition. I'm going to see what's good. But, yo, look, since this is a business podcast, right? I should talk a little about business and, and untraditionally. Um, I want to bring up that before the pandemic started, uh, I had mentioned that I want to make 30 people millionaires before I leave this earth, okay? But then this thing called coronavirus, COVID-19, it hit and um, it fucked me up. You know, it fucked up a lot of people, right? To this day, I have helped people become millionaires, right? A uh, few people. But I've actually helped someone get to a $20 million net worth, okay? So I know I could help others out. And... Um, a couple nights ago, I mentioned on my IG stories that I want to offer a paid internship, paid internship to someone who is ready to work and not really in jewelry, okay? I mean full spectrum overall business, right? 
More details to come later. Um, in that same mention, I, I asked people, would you be down to fly to LA and move to LA? And to my surprise, over a few thousand people said, hell yeah. That's not a, I'm not capping. I get thousands of fucking DMs. It's, it's crazy. Okay. Now, a few out there were like, man, I'm a single parent and I make decent money. So I, I wish I could, but I just can't, you know, I don't live in LA. You know, they're like, uh, I have a kid, I have you know, two kids, whatever, so I can't take that gamble. Look, to those single parents out there, those are the ones I want to help the most, okay? So that they could give their offspring the best life ever. And I fully understand where you guys come from, okay? And this is the reason why solely I waited until I was truly ready to have a child, right? Like, I was like, fuck this. I'm not just about to, you know, just fuck around. Because there was a couple times I damn near got girls pregnant, whatever, here and there. And, um, you know, there are women out there who've gotten abortions, whatever. It is what it is, man. But I, until I was ready and got all the fuck shit out of my system and found the right woman, I wasn't having, you know, no kid, bringing no kid in this world, right? But not everyone has that luxury. I understand shit happens. So with big risk, come big rewards, all right? But again, I totally understand why some of these guys can't make that risk. And I am so humbled by those who are still down being a single parent, okay? But not being able to take a gamble because you have a mouth to feed is nothing to be ashamed of, all right? Always know there are no guarantees in life. And that's why I always say, this is not your practice life, all right? My cousin Rex passed away a month ago, right? And I can't believe a month has passed, right? It still fucks me up every day. And due to what's going on in the world today with just the whole shit against Asian people, whatever, and it's not like I'm not 100% for that. It's not that. I've always been down. You know, it's not just this. It's There's another narrative going around, and I don't like it. It's just weird. But anyways, Rex was a huge fan of the hobby, Huge fan of sports memorabilia. He was so in the game way be, like for years before me and everything. Look, because of that, I am dedicating my next Project 70 card to Rex. All right. Rex was a true Seattle native born and fucking raised. A true Seattle sports fan. Okay. And he loved Ichiro Suzuki. And when Seattle sports was shit, Ichiro was the best thing around. And on top of that, he was Asian. So he gave some fucking motivation. I don't know, some weirdo shit between Koreans and Japanese. Now, nah, fuck that, okay? My next Project 70 card will be all Seattle-themed, of course, and in honor of Rex Yang, all right? Speaking of Project 70, um, I appreciate everybody who caught my Kershaw card. Again, I announced the winner of the private Zoom session and the trip to LA with Dodger tickets for two and the two winners of the 45-minute Zoom and all that stuff and everything. You know, look, I announced it on my Instagram live yesterday. And the two people who won, right, there were three winners of the 45-minute Zoom with the Korean Liam Neeson, right? But two of those guys, they got the Zoom, which is already a, you know, a gift in itself. And then one dude got the grand prize, Okay. Now, the two winners are Mickey Ontiveros, or Ont Ontiveros, maybe, 
And another guy named is Rates Lewis. Like, bro, your name is Rates for real. That's a pretty sick name, actually. And big congrats to the grand prize winner, Jose Montelongo from Garland, Texas. Okay. As I mentioned before, I will be flying Jose and a guest of his choice out to Los Angeles nonstop. I'm going to put him and his boy in, or whatever in a hotel somewhere near Dodger Stadium, somewhere that has decent accommodations, right? Somewhere near where he could enjoy some ambiance, okay? And I'm also going to provide an Uber or Lyft from the airport to and from, to and from the game, hotel, to the stadium, okay? And I'm actually going to even give some cash to pay for the food and drinks at the game, all right? So look at Jose, God bless. Hope you have a fucking great time. I will see you guys on Zoom. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time, right? Thank you so much for tuning in and making this show legendary. I truly do love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right? Yo, Lakey Lake, you know what time it is, man. Yep. Time to take us to the tilt. All right, fam. Peace, y'all.